Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig, Cam, and Paula, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information? Hey folks, and hey, how we doing? It's Tiki Central Canada, and I'm Craig, your bartender, mixologist, and information for the hour. Also, too, we've got, hey, we got both co-hosts today. Cam is here. Hi, Cam. How are we doing? Hey. <laughs> That's all I get out of him today? Yeah. Hey. How are you? <laughs> if he would stay this quiet, the Wait, rest of it would be great. How many drinks has he had? I want to know. <laughs> it's like, jeez. I am up to my gills. <laughs> He's floating. Uh, Paula, and how are we doing? Hi. Hi. How are we? Yeah. I'm She's good. got a jacket on. <laughs> it's not that cold I down here. I forgot to take it off. <laughs> it's like, jeez. Yeah. I know it's not Brazil, but it's, it is, a, you know. Brazil. Da, 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 da. Wow. And let's sing along with Cam here. Uh, there we go. On that note. Hi. Hi. Yes, it's me, the Brazilian co-host. Hola. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes, yeah, so today, actually, we were doing a show on Thanksgiving. And, uh, of course, you know, because down in the States, it's Thanksgiving in November. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, we've skipped it by, and for us, it's October for us. Yes, yeah. I, know. I skipped it by mistake. Yeah, I was You weren't even here. in the country for no. Christ's sake for, during Thanksgiving. You were out of the country. Yeah, mm. we, were, we were finishing our honeymoon. We did a very yeah. fine rum tasting during Thanksgiving, actually. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we all gave thanks to that. Yes, it was very good. Oh. Thank God to the bottle. Barf to you. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you actually had Thanksgiving with Cam at your house? No. Oh Lord, no, no, no. He no. would eat all the turkey. What are you talking about? No way. No, I spent I spent the weekend um, uh, slowly. Pickle- I really don't care. Let's carry on. Oh, ouch! ouch. ouch. <laughs> then why do you ask? <laughs> Sorry, I asked him if you were uh, here. You weren't here. I don't care. Then uh, where you were? No, that's fair. Okay, Aww, fine. Where were you? Nobody cow. really cares. No, it's okay. It's fine. Whatever. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, since you asked. Um, I actually didn't do anything, uh, okay. but it was a good time. I, sure. I, I enjoyed my quiet time. There oh, we go. that's yeah. good. That's Aww. good. Yeah. That's good. Okay, I'm in a bottle of wine. There yeah. we go. Bottle oh. of wine. Bottle of gin. Bottle? Bottles. Keg. There we go. Bottles of gin. Yeah. Okay. So uh, speaking of gin, what are we uh, talking about today? Yeah, what's the booze? So today we're going to be talking about the missionary's downfall. That's the cocktail we're talking about today. Dun, downfall dun, 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 dun. of a priest. <laughs> Ay, que susto. Oh Don't do God, that. You scared the me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so missionary, missionary is like a down. priest, right? Yeah, yeah. So why is the, the priest... He's having a downfall. He's drunk. <laughs> He's a drunken idiot. So that's how you make a priest drunk? Yes. <laughs> With this booze? <laughs> this booze, yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, what it is is that... It feels like the beginning of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so the missionary walked into the bar. And I'm How do you make a priest drunk? Fun times. <laughs> so missionary's downfall, you say. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, the reason why I picked this one is because it's a classic tiki cocktail actually made by Don the uh, Beachcomber, one of the original creators of tiki. Name. I've heard yep. that name, too. And uh, also It's too, not the Beach Bombardi. Not the Beach Bombardi guy. Okay. No, no. 
And also, too, because it's Thanksgiving, a lot of missionary places obviously are doing things to give back to the community, right? Clothes and food and things like that, right? We're, we're trying to help out uh, other people, right? Which we should do more often. Not exactly. just on Thanksgiving. I don't know why it's always Absolutely. so focused on Thanksgiving Absolutely. and Christmas. You know, you're exactly right on that one. My sure. mom would make me every single year. I had to clean out my closets and everything, toys, everything. I had to donate mm. half of it. She would say, if you want anything new, you, you have to clean out your stuff. the old mm-hmm. to make well, room good, for the new. That's a good suggestion. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And every year, and this time of year, we would go and donate stuff prior to Christmas right? so right. that other kids could have gifts. But here you guys don't have that many poor people, right? Like, who do you donate it to? Yeah, Salvation, no, Army. Do, Salvation do Army. Salvation Army. Yeah, here. Salvation Army. So we got Don the Beachcomber. Yes, and we've got uh, The Missionary's Downfall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so what it is is actually his original Don the Beachcomber cocktail from the 1940s. So when he first started his uh, tiki bar, this is one of the first drinks he actually had. And actually, what it was is that from all these travels that Don the Beachcomber did, he was kind of fascinated with Cuba when he was in there, and they were making the daiquiri. And so he noticed that, uh, if, you, if you notice, actually, one thing when we talked about in the past is that some drinks, like example, like the simple ones, like the daiquiri, which is just sugar, lime juice, and rum, through time will actually evolve into something different. Sure, yeah. Like, and they tend to get more elaborate more and elaborate, a little, more like, layers. schmancy. Okay. Right? And so uh, we see that actually with Don the Beachcomber doing the same thing and also Smuggler's Cove. So Smuggler's Cove is a place we talked about in the past, me and mm-hmm. Cam have. I don't remember. Have yes. we? If you've been listening to the episode, you would know. I listened, uh, but I don't your remember. name Cam. <laughs> Cam, 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 Cam. So <laughs> That's a me. That's a me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so anyways, uh, what is the Smuggler's Cove is a place down in California. It's a bar, a tiki bar. And what it was that he eventually wrote a book, and now it's like a kind of the tiki Bible for bartenders. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. And so one of the things you also notice in this drink, though, when we go through the recipes, it's just like every other tiki drink we talked about in the past, is that there's layers. So you're going to taste the mint. You're going to taste some honey. You're going to taste some peach. You're going to taste some pineapple. Mm. Little hints of these little different ingredients all combined together to make one tiki drink. I probably did it wrong then because I just remember tasting mint. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was very pronounced on the mint. Um, yes. But I can understand where particularly the honey uh, came in. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. it had like this... Thickness. Yeah, exactly. Like a viscosity to it yes. that, mm-hmm. that um, you don't get without something like that. I got a very, little mustache. We you like the did, froth. yeah. You did, yeah. yeah. You like the froth. No, it was good. I had, yeah, a, good. I had a froth mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that that commercial back in the '90s? Got milk. Absolutely. And they had all the yes. famous yeah, people yeah, with yeah. the milk mustache. That's right. That was me today with yeah, this drink. We just like got booze. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. booze. Got mint. Sure. Got yeah. extra mint yeah. here. <laughs> oh god. It's, it's it wasn't. I didn't even do my face. Oh, no, no pucker face no for this one. No pucker face. It so wasn't too boozy. No pucker yeah. face for this yeah. one. No, like, uh, for, for me anyway, I, I really didn't taste any distinct either flavor or odor of alcohol. I didn't either. It was very, very, like, it, it was quite tasty. It's a mild and, drink. And, yeah, and definitely mint forward mm-hmm. um, uh, and very thick. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, if, if I didn't know better, I wouldn't have known that I was drinking an alcoholic beverage. Exactly. Me yeah. neither. Yeah. 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 But keep in mind, folks, we're going to talk about two recipes. We only had the first one. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's, That's important yeah. to say. Yeah. Now, one of the things also that you want to point out, and you just talked about, is that we didn't taste the rum. And the reason why is because just like a daiquiri, we used white rum. 
So remember when we did our rum tasting test? Mm-hmm. The white rum is used for Only cocktails. Vaguely. It's very yeah. <laughs> amongst the ten yeah, rums we tried. It's a bit of a. It's, it's a bit yeah, of but a I, I heard the episode. Smurred mess. And you yeah. guys mentioned that there's not too much of a taste. It's more like a almost a vodka. The white rum the is white, used. Yeah. It's basically used just to add alcohol to yeah. a drink, and it doesn't take it away from any of the other elements that are in the drink. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's what we did in this one. You said like we don't taste any booze. You mm-hmm. just taste all the other elements, right? So, so what is like what specifically was in the drink that we had earlier tonight? All right, so I'm going to give you guys two recipes today. So we're going to do Don the Beach Comber. Which one did you make? Uh, the Don the Beach Comber one I made. This okay. one in blue. Yep, okay. and the Smuggler's Cove is the other one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so the Dawn to Beachcomber one, let's go through that one. And what you do is this recipe, we make two glasses, like me and Cam made. So we made one batch, but it actually makes you two glasses, two mm-hmm. servings. So we're going to do one ounce of light rum, so that could be Bacardi rum. Um, or if you're listening to a rum tasting uh, episode that me and Cam did, Plantation mm-hmm. rum, really good rum. And actually, that's the rum I used in this one. Cool. Yes. Uh, so you do also a half ounce of peach liqueur. Now, I do want to emphasize that's not peach schnapps, peach liqueur. If you okay, can't find God. peach liqueur, then you can use apricot, which I used, okay. apricot liqueur. I've so had you some... couldn't find the peach liqueur? I've... No, everywhere yeah. it's peach schnapps, peach schnapps, peach schnapps. I've had schnapps. some bad experiences with peach schnapps. That's why I didn't make it peach schnapps. Thanks, I don't buddy. know what peach schnapps is. I don't really either, but it's just like peach-flavored alcohol, but it's very artificial-flavored, and yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah, the apricot brand, is pretty good yeah. for that. A uh, half ounce of lime juice, a half, uh, one ounce of honey syrup, and so that's honey and water, just like a simple syrup of honey instead of sugar. I see. Okay. I was, yeah. was going to ask about that. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, two ounces of diced p- pineapple. And, uh, and when you say diced, is it super little diced? No, I actually, I just put in big, huge chunks. Because you got to put this in the blender eventually, so it's a good question. So uh, you don't have to make them really, really small, because you're putting it into a blender anyway. Okay. Right, so you can make it as... You, oh, know, I you put it in the blender upstairs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never heard the blender yeah, did happening. That's how good I am. That's why I was like, how did he put these little pieces? Like, yeah. was he chopping yeah. minuscule pieces? I was sitting like, so, you know, so I was... <laughs> Ginzo. Ginzo nice. knife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two ounces of tightly packed mint leaves. So I put about, I think, 10 to 12 mint leaves in there. Wow. Uh, six ounces of crushed ice. And so I did use my ice bag that I... Got for Christmas, I mm-hmm. can use that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what it means by crushed ice is what you could do is you could take uh, some ice cubes into like a towel, um, uh, dish towel, or even if you have an ice bag, and just bang it with a mallet. Or you can use the function in your fridge that says or crushed ice. Or crushed ice. There, for there's always that. Technomologize. For all you rich folks out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is that for rich folks? It's almost in every fridge nowadays. <laughs> Well, I was gonna say you just like like get some ice, wrap it in a towel, and then beat it like somebody who owes you money. That's what I did in Brazil. We, but we would get the whole bag of ice and uh, just throw it on the oh, floor. Oh, and, and, and just throw the whole bag yeah. down the stairs. Yeah, that works. Yeah, I still no, do no, that. I still do that. The only problem with that is is that sometimes like the sharp bits break through the bag. What is that? Uh, what's that movie there where she's the ice picking? Like, you know, she's uh, basic instinct. There you go. Cool. Oh my lord. Right there. Right there. Sharon Stone at her peak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was one gorgeous lady at that age, eh? With her oh, question. Yeah. She was so pretty. So, okay, I've got a so question, it, though, yes. because, like, and I mean, I think I think maybe having tasted it, like, I've got the answer, but it's a very mint-forward drink. Yeah. Well, yeah. you also got to get a little bit of the honey in there and the, the pineapple and the apricot. So it will, you, you, I don't know if you taste it, but there's kind of layers in there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just the mint. And mm-hmm. the mint's not over, like, because people go, oh, mint. No, but, and it's not overpowering. It's no. really smooth. Really subtle. But it's the first really thing subtle. that you feel, for sure. Without question. Yeah, yeah for sure. And then um, 
Yeah, you got to garnish that with a mint sprig. So what you can do is you beautiful take all... garnishing, by the way. Absolutely, it yeah. looked beautiful. It Very looked dainty. it looked like a showpiece drink. Uh, we'll, we'll have a picture for it for sure. Yes. Yeah. So you do is you can take all the ingredients you can put in the blender and you can blend that for high speed for about twenty seconds. And then you get pour unstrained into a chilled coupe glass. I didn't chill your glass, Cam. I'm sorry. That's nah, okay. You're forgiven. It's fine. It was so pretty. What 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 they don't know there is that usually when we do these tastings of these drinks, we don't put the garnish on. We never have garnish. Mm-mm. Usually Craig makes it so that we know the taste it. and you know. So today it was an actual treat that we got to see it. The garnish. The actual way that it's supposed to be. So it's decorated and super pretty and fancy in the right glass, actually. The right glass, yes. Usually we don't have that either. It just comes in whatever Plastic he finds container. to serve. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. So it, it was over here a, in the corner. Here we go. A yeah. pretty treat today. Yeah. Here you go. So what's the distinction between um, uh, the uh, Dawn recipe yeah don the beachcomber v smuggler's cove recipe so we can also do the smuggler's cove and the name what it is that they changed it enough that they didn't want to um call it the same name same name so the and and this is the second version of the drink yes exactly missionaries downfall but what it is because they changed it enough they actually wanted to change the name so it's actually called aku aku so what does that mean exactly where's mark when you need him Damn it, you asked me that. And I did forget what that was. I actually took the spiritual... effort to look it up. And yeah, it means spiritual guide. There we go. Spiritual guide. Which is pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck of knowledge over there. I, I can't swear. believe you remembered that. I, I did not down. remember. Oh, he wrote oh. it down. He cheated. You, <laughs> you see, that's why I needed the pen. So he's going to guide me to the bar? It's from the Easter Please. Islands? Easter Island, yeah. Easter Island. Cool. Yeah. No, it's amazing. I guess they didn't I have did access to know. magic mushrooms. And look, I didn't even write it down. <laughs> oh. All from memory. Jeepers, creepers. <laughs> She's a ringer. Ouch. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Akua may also refer to Akulavik, a remote northern village of 600 people in Nunavik, Quebec, Canada. <laughs> okay, it's definitely not that. <laughs> it's like it's like, it's like the opposite of tropical. Yeah, it's right. Uh, it's frozen wasteland. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so a coo coo is what you scream just before the polar bear bites you. <laughs> I would love to see a polar bear in live, like face to face. Go to James Bay. I want to see them live so bad. Gonna you're gonna go you're gonna be one of these. You're one of these people who's going. Oh, you're so good. Ah! <laughs> you took my arm no. off. Yeah. No, actually, I fear for the bear. All so, right, so the Smuggler's Cove recipe. So let's go through that. So you're going to do five one-inch square chunky fresh pineapple. Chunks of? Chunks of pineapple, yes. <laughs> it doesn't say chunks of. It says chunks fresh pineapple. Yeah, yes. but you said chunky. Oh, just say chunky? <laughs> chunky. Like, it's right. like a big fat pineapple. Hey, Tommy's guys. a little chunky there. Five yeah. one-inch square chunky fresh pineapple. Chunky. Well, it's right beside the soupy there. Chunks there you go. Of. Chunk of soup. <laughs> Uh, so I, I eight minute live. Eight. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Um, yep. Eight mint leaves. <laughs> okay, that's very specific. <laughs> Paul is dying over there. Yeah. Um, eight mint leaves. Uh, one ounce of fresh lime juice. <laughs> half an ounce of Demira syrup. So we talked about that before. It's more like a brown sugar kind of syrup instead of just regular white yes. syrup syrup. Mm. A uh, half ounce of peach liqueur. So again, that's not peach snaps. Okay. Yeah. You can use a um, apricot brandy if you want to. That's what we did. Hmm. And then one and a half ounces of blended light aged rum. 
Hmm. So it doesn't have to be from Puerto Rico. It doesn't have to be from Cuba. You can use right. whatever you like to use. Wait, you have to blend or it you first? have on hand. No, no, no. It's rum that's been blended, so it's multiple. Uh, yeah. As Cam noticed from the rum tasting cause. I did there. too. Yes, I heard exactly. it. I heard it that, mm. that they blend a bunch of times. That's yeah. right. Sure. Mm. Okay, so to make the drink. <laughs> Powerful, hey? Uh, so what you can do is you can take your uh, mixing tin and you can put your pineapple ch- chunks in there and then you're going to muddle that. Now, we've talked about that before, taking the right. little miniature baseball bat and kind of pushing down and twisting. Right. I want to emphasize push and twist. Okay. So you're not going to beat it like Michael Jackson. You. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a good I one. It's radio. They can't say <laughs> hello. Yeah. Um, I still can keep that joke in there. Yeah, no, no, so, so you're essentially grinding it, breaking up the fibers you're and not, stuff, yeah, but not like pulverizing. Pulverizing. Because as soon as you okay. pulverize mint, it actually gets very sour. Oh, really? Yeah, it gets very tart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I Why? mean, it's a bit like that self-defense uh, technique they, they told young women in my high school. What, that was a long time ago. Huh? Grab, grab, twist, pull. <laughs> And he'll drop to the ground. Yeah, I don't know. You if you do it right, he should. <laughs> okay. So anyways, yes, yeah, so what you can do is you can add the remaining ingredients and 12 ounces of crushed ice. You're going to flash blend that <laughs> for 10 seconds. And then you're going to double strain that into a chilled coupe glass and then float the large mint leaf on top. So, so the difference of this one compared to the last one is that mm. we're actually double straining it. So we don't have ice particles in there and pieces of mint. Fewer mm. lumps. Hmm. So the d- difference, basically, is this one will be strained. Yes, it'll be strained. It'll be double strained. So let's explain double strain. So normally when you see a bartender making a drink in a shaker and eventually he pours it into a glass, he's using, he's using a Hawthorne strainer at the end of the shaker to strain whatever, like ice or whatever's in there he doesn't want. Double strain means that you're using like the, that plus the little tea strainer we've seen, you know, we can see people using for like tea and stuff. Mm-hmm. So what it is is that whatever the first one misses, like can't catch, the second one catches and all you're getting is just pure mm-hmm. liquid. That's all you're getting. So, so this wouldn't be as frothy. It's, as, a, it's a huge difference then. Yeah, this won't be as frothy as the first one. Hmm. You see, in all this time, I thought double straining was just like when you try to fart once and it doesn't quite come out and then you try again and it comes out. <laughs> Sometimes it comes up with poo, so careful. Oh. Yeah. When yeah, you we, try too hard. We call that a shart. <laughs> oh, God. The show's going in the toilet. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, hey, easy there, Craig. Enough with the puns. Oh, jeez. Et cetera, et cetera. So now, now I'm, I'm wishing that you, and obviously I'm saying that extremely selfishly because I know it's a lot of trouble to make the two different types of drinks. Yes. These seem a bit more troublesome than, than, than the, the first one. Blue Hawaiian, the Blue Hawaiian, for example. Yeah, what are you drinking? I'm, I'm obviously drinking Blue Hawaiian because now every time I come no, here... No, you're not. What's that? Oh, yeah, it's not. It's Apollo's Wish. So I do actually have for you, by the way, I've got a gift. Because usually I get the gifts on the show. So actually, I got a gift for Paula this time. Oh my God! So she told me me when she was on her trip, and she's trying to get the 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 guy to make the recipe, and he's like, "I don't have the blue carousel." So then we make we made Paula's wish instead, and (laughs) Cam's trying to take away from your spotlight. I know. Oh my God! I'm just Paula, Paula, Paula. Oh. So anyway, so anyway, so I you told me that when you came back, you tried to recreate it a thousand times at home, and you didn't come up correctly. So I got you a bottle of cream of coconut from the coffee shop. Yes. So now you can take that home and make all the Paula wishes you want. Okay, so guys, just so you know, and you too, just so you know, Cam, hmm. hmm. it does not, like, I, I tried doing the Blue Hawaiian 
from the recipe that we we passed on the website. Oh, you, yeah, this is something you want to tell the listeners, right? I do want to tell the listener because I think it's important. Okay. I tried making it at home, yes. right? From what I heard here at the podcast, and I tried it here, so I know the real taste that it should taste like. And I went home, I bought the ingredients, and I tried it, and it Didn't tasted work. like crap. Yeah, it was awful. Mm. It it was a a shart. That that's how bad it was. Yeesh. So, <laughs> oh boy, it was worse. bad. And and I was like, but I bought the cream of coconut from the supermarket, right? The, Correct. It's coconut. It's white. It's right. a paste it's like, it's type a, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does not work the same. So what Craig mm. uses, and I'll ask him to post a picture online, mm. because it's very different than actual. And I tried with coconut milk too, because I was like maybe. You know, okay. Try coconut yeah. milk. You know, yeah, it's yeah. something different yeah. that he's yeah. buying. Yeah. And I and I tried one from Brazil that's more sweetened too. Really? Yes. And it, it still it didn't work. Still was crappy. And then I I tried change and then I bought the exact same pineapple juice that he uses because I was like, I, what's wrong? Like it can't be I this can't wrong. Do it. I can't mm-hmm. bartend. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I discovered that it's actually the cream of coconut because it's he doesn't use one from the can that is white in anything. It's no, 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 right. Except from the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it is sweetened already. It's That's like a syrup, why. right? Yeah. yeah, it's a it's right. like a simple syrup. It's like a simple syrup with coconut, okay. but with coconut. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it tastes nice and and refreshing. Refreshing because when you try it with the yeah. the coconut cream from the supermarket, Blech. it becomes a shit show. It's not as good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I can imagine that. Like it lacks that that like sugary. Yes, it doesn't. It doesn't have yeah, the yeah. the sweetness. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like bland and ugh. And you're like, so what yeah. The so hell? like I've mentioned before in the past, and we will actually put a picture on there that when you're buying the cream of coconut, you go to a specialty coffee shop. So a place that sells like almond syrup or orge, uh, lavender, things like that, and you'll find in there there'll be a cream of coconut. Now the one I've got is less sugar like i've gone through a couple different different ones that they actually have there and this is the best one actually i'll take a picture of it and put it on the site it's fantastic yeah and i didn't know yeah cool i didn't know that he bought it at the the coffee coffee shop so i went to lcbo and i'm there listen lady you have to have a cream of coconut here because it looks like booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen it at his yeah. house. Like, I'm yeah. not crazy. And she's Googling the thing and can't find it. Oh, yeah, well, wow. She, yeah. she actually tried to help. Yeah. That's impressive. For those of you who don't live in Ontario, LCBO is our Liquor Control Board of Ontario. Um, and fun. Uh, fun yeah, we don't. We, provincially run. It's terrible. Said. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm not sponsoring it in any way, so you perform on the show. Yes, exactly. Yeah. W- where do you get these recipes? So what it is, I got it from Jeff, the Beach Bomb Berry. Bombardi. Bombardi. Woohoo. The Great Stromboli? What? (laughs) The Great Stromboli. Anyway, so what it is, he actually, he got it from Hank Riddle. Riddle me that. Tom Riddle? The Riddler? The Riddler. (laughs) He's like uh, Tom Riddle's cousin, like idiot cousin. cousin, Alcoholic cousin. (laughs) I got the recipe. Anyway, so anyways, he was a bartender for Don for 30 years in different locations that Don had. So he had a lot of recipes that he was willing to share. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, he was actually willing to share. Most people don't want to share. Mm-hmm. Well, Don and Trader Vic didn't. They didn't want to share. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And exactly. this one's just like willing to share. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, I know I, I know we've we've talked about uh, Donnie Boy there a little bit before. Especially but the beginning of our season Yeah, but, stuff. but for our new listeners, do you, do you want to just kind of, of elaborate a, a little bit? And yeah. I, don't, I don't remember too much about Don. Yeah, yeah. So let's do a recap. So basically, Don the Beachcomber, his original name actually is Ernest Ray Gant. Hmm. Ernest I would Raymond change Gant. my name right away. Wow. Well, the importance of being earnest. Yeah. Ernest. Ernest goes to uh, camp. 
Ernest goes to a tiki bar. There you go. Ernest goes to oh, a tiki wow. bar. I like that. There we you go. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So what it is that Don the Beachcomber actually is an alias that he had during Prohibition when he was smuggling rum back and forth between Jamaica and the United States on his grandfather's yacht. Fancy. He was yeah. 14 years old during that time when he was doing this little Jeez. transportation, the rum runner back, back then. Yeah. yeah. So by 18, he actually had traveled the world twice. Boom, boom, boom. That's Thug remarkable. life. That That's a life remarkable. there, eh? Thug life right there. Holy moly. Yeah. 18, you already traveled the world twice. And 14, you're smuggling? Thug yeah. life. Smuggling rum. Beach life. Damn. A little bit different than North American well, beach his, life his, nowadays. His grandfather basically is like, I could teach you so much more than school can being on the water. He so, sure did. I guess yeah. he did. I'm 100% sure he did. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. So when he returned to the United States after all of his travels, actually, he was very broke. And so what he started doing is jobs like little jobs like valet at ritzy Hollywood restaurants. And so he started like kind of rubbing elbows with like actors and producers and directors. The famous folk. The famous folk of Hollywood. And well, he... and I, I imagine that after that many years at sea being being a scoundrel, um, he ha- really had the gift of the gab. Like, he was able oh, to talk to anybody. Oh, he was telling stories about his adventures oh, yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. You imagine know? the stories like... he had. Oh, yeah. Insane. Like the, you know, the fisherman tale. adventures and stuff. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what he did is he would tell these stories to the, all these actors and, and producers and directors. And he also, too, on his journeys... Would bring things back to, uh, to the United States. So he would have the souvenirs to like souvenirs prove the points, and artifacts, mm-hmm. and things like. And so they actually, what ended up happening was that he became a movie consultant and on sets that were dealing Jeez. with any Polynesian sort of scenes cool. or acts or whatever. So like the Blue Hawaii, like with you know Elvis Presley and things like that. He would bring these, all these artifacts to the movie set. Yeah. So what it ended up happening was that. Um, he was also the first bartender to actually to blend the rums together. So he did get all these different rums from around the regions. And so when he opened up his first bar, his first location, he actually was the very first person to blend rum. So others before that, cocktails would just have maybe a wine spirit. Or even if they had, say, rum and gin, let's say, they'd already have one kind of rum and one kind of gin, and they put them together. He was mm. actually the very first person back in North America to mm. take all these different rums from around the world and all the different characteristics and blend them together. Now to, I mean, to make a distinct like like it's almost like rum. like a rum cocktail made solely of rum. Exactly. Right. Well, I mean yeah, there are other stuff to it. No, 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 no like is... like to the cocktail, but like when he blended the rums, yes. it was like like he was taking sort of like the strengths of all of them and putting them together. Cool. Yeah, so I mean like when we did the rum tasting, if you remember, like each one of those mm-hmm. had a different characteristic. So you can imagine And we did take... a lot of blendeds too. And yeah, yeah. You, well, imagine if you take some of the rums even that we had on the table that that tasting and put those together, mm-hmm. you would have come up with something completely different you should have done that too we didn't think of that well i wanted to but he wouldn't let me (laughs) i was really impressed i was no because like i had a little bit of like rum runoff in all my glasses and and i i poured them all into one glass and it it wasn't very good (laughs) (laughs) i tried it like i I sipped it and it was i was really surprised though that it changes so much with and without the water absolutely likewise i had no idea because what it was is that some of them were better without the water or the ice and then some of them were better with the ice ice. yeah Yeah. it was very interesting unbelievable that it changes and it will actually be part two to that very soon by the way oh call Mm. me i want to i want to participate next time well no i mean we actually have we'll have part two of the one that me and cam did but yes we'll do another one for sure yes yes oh (laughs) oh man i got six months without you so shut up oh snap did you know? Uh, 
Uh, I did not. I, I might have known. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Here we go. All right. So since we're talking about Thanksgiving during the show, we thought that maybe we guys get some some cool facts about Thanksgiving. So obviously, Thanksgiving is a national holiday in the United States and in Canada. It's and in the states they celebrate on the fourth Thursday of November. And in the Canada, it's what the second Monday of October, the second Monday of October, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It it's second or third. third. Yeah, something like that. Really? You know what it is? It's, it's just like, you know, when you say daylight savings time and you never know what it actually is until they tell you, like, oh, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, and actually, did you hear that the province of British Columbia, my home province, uh, has actually, yeah, said to hell with this. They've actually talked about removing the the, the whole, like, yeah. time shift because it, is, it doesn't serve a purpose anymore. You know Why? What I mean? How come, though? It used to be for farmers and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and it's just to... like there's not a lot of people who are farming anymore. Yeah, so, so now basically um, it... Like, the idea was, like, before the clocks were, like, a thing that was common, you know, farmers would get up with the sunlight. Yeah. And so... That became, like, say, 6 o'clock or something. Yeah, but that would screw with them when the day the days got shorter and stuff, and so they just push everything back. Yeah, sec- Second week? Yeah, second Monday of October. Oh, there we go. Good to know. And in, in the States, it's the last Thursday? Yeah, we're going to break that down. Yes, there sir. There we go. Mm. Yes, sir. So the event of the Americans uh, commonly called the first Thanksgiving was mm-hmm. actually celebrated by, by the pilgrims after the very first harvest in the New World in October 1621. Hmm. So closer so to the So they actually celebrated version. in October. Yeah. 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 Huh. Funny that. Uh, funny how that happens yeah. that way, eh? Yeah, yeah. They make fun of us for having had two football teams with the same name. That's right. We Rough have that? Riders. Really? Well, we don't anymore. We well, did. not anymore, but... We had Rough Riders oh God, Saskatchewan, Rough Riders Ottawa. They were spelled Ottawa. differently, but yes, we so did. What? So according to the attendee, Edward uh, Winslow... Hmm. Yes, so Edward Winslow actually said that there was attended was 90 Native Americans and 53 pilgrims. Nice. Edward Winslow, not to be confused with Carl Winslow. No, is there a difference? I don't. Well, know. Carl Winslow was uh, the fella on in Police Academy who made all the sounds. Oh, oh my right. god! Yeah. I thought that it was something important. Uh, <laughs> hey, to us guys, was. that's important. Hey, come on now. We Jeepers, grew up on Police creepers. Academy. Come on now, yeah. If you're a boy from the '80s, maybe you got this. If you're not, welcome to my world. Anyway, please uh, so proceed, anyway, so Greg. Thomas Jefferson from 1809 choose to not to observe the holiday. So he said, nope, this holiday's not going to exist, and I'm not going to accept it. And so the celebration actually didn't exist until the presidency of Abraham Lincoln when Thanksgiving became a federal holiday in 1863. Wow. And it was actually celebrated on the last Thursday in November. Okay, well, no wonder Americans don't know when it is because yeah, it's but constantly hold on. changing. Hold on, changing. though. It yeah, changes even like more. Easter. It changes again. I kind of knew this, did you know? Okay. Oh. So okay. it, it's actually, it changes more. Don't so it changes worry. again. Okay. So uh, under President uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt in 1942 onwards, Thanksgiving would be proclaimed by Congress to be the fourth Thursday in November. Hmm. There was a thing right before he proclaimed that. Mm-hmm. That it was. Before Roosevelt did? Yeah. Or, okay, yeah. That um, they they put the, they put it on the third Thursday of November for some mm-hmm. reason I don't mm-hmm. remember what because actually I googled because Justin was like oh when's when's Thanksgiving in the states this year mm-hmm. so I googled to see because I didn't remember for sure no what of day. course not yeah so and then there were Google, so many questions Googly, Googly. Well, who doesn't Google's world be at the bar and be like okay Google blah 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 it's called being with it 
It's called knowledge I'm nowadays. behind the times. So yeah, so so basically, I googled it to see what day it was, and there were so many questions like, "Why is Thanksgiving so late this year?" And I'm like, "What? It's so late?" Hmm. And then I realized it's because this year, or for some reason, there are more um, Thursdays. Thursdays, and the last Thursday, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. of November yeah. is super late in November. Oh, so they were we're all like, "Oh my god!" Like Thanksgiving is almost like crumbled on on, on Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be less than a month from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Isn't that interesting? So they were in shock, but it's, they actually, Roosevelt actually was the one that proclaimed yeah, it's like, a fixed Thursday. Right. Like there's no more back and forth. I don't care. No matter yeah. what day it falls, it's that day. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, and guess what's the day after? Black, Black Friday. Friday. Uh, That's a scary day. For the last time, this will be our greatest Thanksgiving. Anyway, so there. Yeah, so there's some cool facts about uh, Don the Beachcomber, and also about some Thanksgiving facts as well. And uh, I hope you everyone's want, enjoying. You want their a Thanksgiving. cute Thanksgiving fact? Okay, what's a cool Thanksgiving fact? We don't we don't have um, savage turkeys in Brazil. Wild turkeys. Wild. No, none. They don't exist. Okay, so you're bringing domesticated turkeys. Only. <laughs> they fly. We them only in. killed domesticated hey. turkeys. Well, yeah, because have you seen the wild turkeys around here? I have a bunch in the back of my back. Yeah, and don't don't mess with them. No, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're big. There's They'll some really out. funny videos on YouTube of we turkeys attacking have... postal workers. We... <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking, but I, I'm, I I'm going to actually search. <laughs> we don't have those in Brazil. So when yeah. I saw wild turkeys, it was only like three years ago, the first time I saw them. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. Wow. Well, and they look kind of like vultures too, right? Because they got the bald head and like like vulture, you know. The, the, yeah. The, yeah, but they're way bigger. Turkeys are? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah okay, okay. Well, it depends on the vultures, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. And on that note, happy that Thanksgiving. Note. On that note. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, folks, if you're celebrating it this uh, this year, this month. Gobble, and gobble. so let's tell everybody who we are. So it's www.tikicentralcanada.ca. All one word, gobble gobble. Or .com. Oh, there you go. And so on that page, you'll see our main page. You'll see a picture of Cam and Paula and Mark and me. And mm. also the, this, this episode will be on there. And also the recipes to all the episodes that we just did. Also, too, some information about some new upcoming things coming up on some shows, a newsletter you can subscribe to. There's also an episode page, a recipe page, and a subscriber page. So please, leave the love of God. Please. We, uh, <laughs> I watched that we, yesterday. We beg of you. So good. Is that on Disney Plus? Yeah, it is. Oh, jeez. Yeah, somebody just got Disney Plus, so of course they've been shitter chattering about that all day long now. Here Apparently, we go. it's <laughs> the, the poor only, little cartoon shoe. Only, oh. only movie ever, only time ever that you see Daffy and Donald Duck in the same exact place. It's oh, impossible. Wow. You will never see it again. Wow. Wow. Or or Mickey and Bugs Bunny. All uh, the more reason to subscribe to Disney Plus, folks. Uh, there you go. Uh, wait, to wait, our uh, gracious overlords at Disney, uh, I'm waiting for my paycheck in the mail. That's what I say. What about our subscribers? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so please do subscribe. As you know, there's no commercials on our show. And that's to Tiki why. Central, not to Disney. Exactly. <laughs> Let's cl- I'm glad that you clarified that. There we go. So anyway, we'll go off and make some more drinks. We're going to make more Paula Wishes. <gasps> yes. There we go. That's your favorite drink. Second and one's a charm. Second one will be a charm. And uh, I think uh, Cam's going to load up more beer. Mm. <laughs> there we go. All right, so folks, we're going to head off, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. And uh, see you later. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye. Cheerio. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink?
get you, my pretty. My pretty. My precious. Oh, no, that's another one. You dirty rat. You kill my brother.